I'm back. Okay. What's good? How what's you good? doing? What's good. Huh? You know what song was in my head what? when I was sitting there? <clears throat> Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? Okay. I, I can have... really use a wish right now. Oh, that was, that you know was a no. That was such that was an a era. Bad song. That was such an era. Yeah, it was. Bruno Mars was mm-hmm. popping. It was um, what was what was that song? Not someone like you. That's Adele. What's what's the song he sung? Um, you talking what? about Bruno Mars? Yeah. Think like you. No, not think like you. What is it called? He had like grenades. He had, it in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't even bring the episode. Welcome back. I'm Adriana. I'm Tasha. And this is on my mother. Right. This is our friendship episode. We're gonna get to know each other more. And I don't really have these questions lined up, so we're just gonna just gonna go with them. I guess. Um, what embarrasses me the most? No, thank you. What embarrasses me the most is. When people like stare at me, I mean, I guess I'm not really embarrassed. It's embarrassing for me though, like um, like crowds of people like staring at me. That like embarrasses me because I feel like they're like judging me. But how does that? It? Okay, okay. It's embarrassing because I feel like they're judging me. Because you feel like they're judging you. Okay, ah, uh, it's not like a specific like act that embarrasses me mm-hmm. because like. Don't the, say you don't get embarrassed. I mean, I do get embarrassed, but like for like the normal thing that people get embarrassed, like if I stutter or something, like yeah. I'm a little embarrassed, or like, um, I don't know, think like normal things that are embarrassing embarrass me. But like that's something that's like not embarrassing. Like people wouldn't think it's embarrassing. No, because I mean, like it yeah. embarrasses me because I'm like, oh my god, why are they staring at me? Like, what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. What embarrasses you the most? What embarrasses me the most is when I completely don't, like, I'm on the spot with something. Because why didn't I get any time? You know, like, that's that's what I ask myself. Like, why didn't you, why didn't I get any time? Because I feel like I didn't get any time to prepare. So whenever okay. somebody, and I'm a poet, so, like, sometimes I'll go to stuff, and they're, like, they'll put a word, and then they just hand you the mic. And I'm like, um, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not a freestyle rapper Like that's not what I do Okay, But I think that's what embarrasses me The most like Wow Mm, Okay Okay, I can see that I can see that Yeah That makes But see So I won't get embarrassed by that I get angry So I have a different approach To that kind Mm. of scenario So that's interesting You're just mad Yeah I would get I'd be like why would you call me so late trying to change me? I, that would be that would be my fault. So. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I'd be I mean, angry about it. Yeah, we've been friends for a long time. Like we've been friends what a long time. A long since time. We were like 13? Um since middle school. Yeah. Uh I played the clarinet. No, this is my account of the story. Because let me tell y'all something. Every friend I got got a different story of y'all how something happened. Story, yeah. Right? Very true. And so, like, you can go ask Alexis, how do we meet? What's the friendship look like? And I promise you, she has a totally different story than what I have. Okay? That's so, true. That's I, I mean, actually it's, really it's honest, true. though. Yeah, so, my um my story when i met tasha <laughs> this is my story uh i met her while we were in band class mm-hmm. um there was two different types so you had two different band classes i think you had like the woodwinds and then the, <laughs> the brass <laughs> yeah i'm sorry there's so many flashbacks coming into my head you had the woodwinds and you had the, the brass, brass the brass and then you had the percussion and then yes 
That percussion. Let me tell you something. That percussion team was absolutely delusional. <laughs> They were just like bad boys in the elective. It was so funny. And I don't say delusional as a bad thing. I say it as though like they just were in their own world. Like the teacher could be talking about. Yeah. They were literally just like (laughs) We should get them on here one day. Like I I literally. (laughs) Where? No, 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 no. That's funny. Um. (laughs) No, absolutely, absolutely delusional. So let me tell you what happened. So I met Tasha. We was both playing a clarinet together. Um, I rented my clarinet through the school. I was not going out and buy myself a clarinet. I did the same. I didn't feel like this was a full-time gig for me. No. Now, you did have those people who took it seriously. I want Tasha to tell her story when she went to high school and she actually signed up for band. <laughs> <laughs> So my idea of band was fun and exciting because I wasn't an artist. Well, I I do like writing. Like I'm not like a musical artist. I love music now, but like when I was in school, like I wasn't like a lover like of beats, right? (laughs) So like band class was somewhere that I went to see my friends and I like had a good time. Sometimes we played some good music. Sometimes we did it and. When I went to high school, like, they were all serious. Like, they were not playing. And I was. Oh my God. Like, I don't know how to read music. I took, I played that clarinet. And, like, I just memorized the notes that I was supposed That's to play. Like, I never learned how to actually read music because I wasn't, like, in it. Like, I was just there to have a good time. And when I went to high school, band, I literally lasted a day. And she asked and her I schedule had changed. to go to the office after that period. After that <laughs> class ended, I had to go straight to the office. And I said, y'all, this is not for me. I cannot do this. That is so and funny. And it's so funny. Talking to the high school guidance counselors, like, I think about some of the conversations we had, like, now as an adult. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? I went in there, and I was like, I need to change. And she was like, are you sure you want to do that? You've been in band for three years. This is your path. Like, lady, (laughs) I said, I'm not with these people. (laughs) These is not my people. (laughs) And these are not my folks. (laughs) And, like, they always wanted to talk you out of something or into something else, right? And I understand that's their role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their role. They're supposed to talk you into all the good things, talk you out of everything bad. But I was like, lady let me go and she finally let me go i think i picked like journalism or something and i loved it i was say talk to a really good writer like um, like i love journalism like i love doing the newspaper um we have to go out and sell them for 25 cents. and let me tell y'all something that was not what i thought it was gonna be i was saying it's gonna be like high school you know you got the journalism kids with the camera and they walk around with a we notebook had, Michael had a camera. they put the pencil in their hair and it was not it was not it was not no. that it wasn't that i mean it, they had one person going around taking pictures which was fine i really enjoyed it the yearbooks were always great i'm top tier i'm not gonna say a lot so kudos to yeah, y'all yeah we did yearbook really well <laughs> i did yearbook my last year i don't know why it was a good, i think it was they Good. only let seniors do yearbook or yeah, something yeah but it was, it was, um, it was good because i didn't get i didn't even i don't even think i had the option to do yearbook after mm-hmm. that or before that i was able to do the newspaper but i had a good time my newspapers always like i don't want to say they always sold out but i was a pretty good salesman too <laughs> no I like my, i got my 25 cent it was, and you got like an incentive oh, if cool. you like sold so many um 
but they wouldn't let us be there. It was a it was a whole lot that went on in that classroom that I'm not going to talk about. Um, Angelica knows what went on. That was a funny classroom. You shared the stories because, and I feel like it was Amherst County, of course, and we were like two little black girls. <laughs> of, of I mean, of course, right? They're looking at us like we're like whatever like y'all just here just because but like i actually liked it and i wanted to like do editorials mm -hmm. and stuff and they were like next year next year and i didn't get to do it my 12th grade year so i never got to do like one of the editorials because it was always for the older kids yeah but when i became an older kid it was still for the older kids oh my god like i never got that that's, and that's it made me upset like at the time because like I was frustrated because I didn't know why, mm -hmm. right? Like now as an adult, I understand why. Mm -hmm. But it was really frustrating as a kid. <laughs> Cause I was like, why can't we read the editorial? Yeah, I was in theater but, the whole time, so I didn't really get to. I, I mean, I don't regret it because I did theater uh, three years, mm -hmm. and then when I was a freshman, I did theater, um, and then I forgot what what my other exploratory was. Mm -hmm. I truly don't remember, but. Um, I do remember I had chorus. Chorus was fun. It was fun. It was interesting because the people that were in there, mm. and you know, I was kind of like, "Ooh, this is not my crowd." Not mm. for they, they took it seriously because I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they did. But we had a wonderful teacher. I thought, I thought I had a good time. But um, yeah, I did theater for three years, and then in middle school we did band for three years, mm -hmm. and the drama. That I I mean you couldn't you wouldn't believe it that carried on in a room full of twelve year olds with instruments there was no way that this drama needed to occur but it did and um I, like I said and and then it, most of it it wasn't even drama it was just hilarious that people act like this in public and I just, it was but it was great we for our band concerts we had our white button up shirts our black um our black skirts and pants and um. <laughs> Yeah, that was y'all was cute though. Y'all, people used to fight over that chair, the first chair. Oh yeah, the first chair was, was like so serious. Like if you were first chair, you were like the boss. Yeah, you're like the manager, especially the, the clarinet, because clarinet. Um, if you if you're not aware, the clarinet is who um, who tone is it tones the band i forgot what it's called but either way oh yeah yeah oh i guess you're right yeah, yeah. they got to stand up and go do the note mm -hmm. the first note it, it was just the c note and there's yeah. three fingers in the front and then you got your thumb in the back and that's that's it yeah so it was it was it was like a real thing like you was yeah. like top dog yeah it was I like el chapo if you was first a band. if you was first chair like you was the boss we fought hard for that too you're 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 right i think a lot of people now are like kids are so dramatic kids are so soft nah, people like, we, was, we was them kids at one time like i was a weird kid like i look at some of the stuff i did in middle school and i'll be like i look at the hairstyles that is like like why was why did i act like but i was a kid and that's yeah. how i mean i see kids these days and i'm like y'all are weird <laughs> like kids are weird you feel like you was, I mean, yeah, like you look at kids now and I think, you know, with me like working, with me like working, I kind of see too, I'm like, you know, we were that dramatic. We were that, um, we were that concerned over what people thought and all that other stuff and. Because that was our whole lives. Like, I yeah. think, I think we as adults sometimes like take for granted, like we have lives, of course, and our lives are probably like more um like saturated with like real world issues 
but like kids worlds like that's the that's their reality like school is like their entire reality so anything that goes on at school is going to be like the most important to them yeah um, like we don't think that you know it's anything that someone doesn't like you but like if you have to go spend like all day five days a week somewhere with someone who doesn't like you i mean that's like y'all ever been to a job that you hated and you had to go there five days a week and it was always that one lady that was picking on you and like like that's like just their reality so i do think they're weird these days but i mean i, I think i was a weird kid as well but I mean, that's what I mean. Going into a job definitely, and having people that—I mean, you got to make the money. Like at the end of the day, you really got to make the money. And I just want to express to kids so bad. Like, listen, you do have problems. And I think a lot of the times they don't feel like their problems are validated because then we be, then we start. And this is the type of parent I never want to be. I never want to look at my child and be like, your problems are not your problems are not serious your problems are not important they are important and i have to understand that the things that they care about i mean even with 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 kai now i mean he's not giving me many words he knows how to say ball but you know there are some things that happen it's like oh my goodness it's the end of the world especially that tablet if i take the tablet or something Mm -hmm. like it's the end of the world i'm validating the fact that you want this tablet but it's bedtime you know and so i never want to be the parent that's like oh that's not important that's not serious because my problems are too big but mm-hmm. my problems are not your problems, right? right we, ain't got, we ain't got the same problem. Thing, we ain't got the same problems, <laughs> but I need to validate, I need to validate your problems and problem. your feelings. And I think that that's important. Like, your kids express what they express, and you have to take it. And at the end of the day, they did not ask to be here. True. I ain't going to say and hold you. I'm the one to lay down and make this baby. So, I mean, I mean at, at, the, at the same time, it's like, you know, you have no, you, you really have no reason to be disrespectful for how you feel. Like, here we are. I'm just trying to figure it out. These people handed me this baby and told me to go home and figure it out. So, I mean, that's it's, it. It's a crazy task. Um, kids, are, kids are crazy. Like, kids have no, like, I don't they don't have any rationale, but it's not, like, a real rationale. Like, they're, they're, our realities don't match. Um they think it's like all like rainbows and butterflies we got bills to pay i know bills need to be paid honey bills Bills need to be paid um and i like to have a good time i always like to have a good time i like to have fun uh, with my kids and stuff but um i i like for them to understand that we ain't got the same problem (laughs) and i want my kids to understand that early on because i think as a kid i didn't really understand like what adulthood was um, and it's not because like my parents or the adults around me, they wanted to protect me from it mm-hmm. um, because I didn't have those responsibilities, right? Like, so I tell my kids all the time, like y'all think that we can spend a thousand dollars on toys. The reality is we got to spend a thousand dollars on rent, mm-hmm. right? And whether they, whatever they process that as as kids, will be fine. But when they're older and they can understand, okay, like these are like. The responsibilities of adulthood this is responsibility of teenagehood if i can like set the role up for them then they won't be like as blindsided yeah when the responsibility comes like my kid like i don't know how i feel about the parents like make their kids pay bills you know like you do chores for this and that like i don't know how i feel about that my kids are still kind of little mm-hmm. so they still like like to clean they still i can turn on a cleanup song and they still you know get up and get going they Mm -hmm. think it's fun to clean up um i guess for like 
teenagers and like preteens, then you get to the point where you kind of do want to establish some kind of like a responsibility to like pay something. Um, I might get this for a little for that. So we don't we don't do like I don't even think we do like a chore list. Like I try to do a chore list, um, but then it, it it became like they didn't want to do it unless they got a reward for it, mm-hmm. right? But you need to clean your room because your room dirty. Yeah. Not because I'm gonna give you a sticker for it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I still like that philosophy. There are some philosophies from old school parenting that I still like to abide by. Some stuff you just gotta do, mm-hmm. right? And I don't like the because I said so kind of philosophy at the end of that. But some stuff that you do have to do. Like clean your room. You got to clean your room so you don't got roaches crawling across your face and stuff. You know, like you got to take a bath because you stink. You got to brush your teeth. You got to talk to people today. Mm -hmm. Like things like that is like teaching cleanliness and stuff. I feel like that shouldn't be a chore. No. Because then you get like adults. Like I used to hate cleaning up. Sometimes I still do. But because it, it felt like a chore. Like, it felt like yep. something that I had to... It felt like work. But, like, when you really get to clean... I get hear people say, like, once I start washing the dishes, I can get, like... It's just starting it. That, mm-hmm. But because it feels like a chore. Like, yeah. it's like another checkbox. When you, like, clean because, like, you want to have a nice space, it hit different. Yeah. And, I mean, I, it, I sleep better when it's clean. Yeah. Like, I just feel better in my home. But, um... I think I, I think that too. Like when when they get into teenage years, and I'm not I'm not ready for all I'm that. But ready. when they get into those spaces, it's like, and people think it's like a, I, you know, older people say like they feeling themselves, they smelling mm. themselves, and stuff like that. I don't think it's that. I think that they're just like really confused on the fact that like mm. okay, you know, I went from this to this, and it's a quick switch. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. once you hit middle school, really, it's like. Okay, like we're people now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're we're we're, we're people, and you start you start to really like find your group. You find your friends, and I'm not saying that that is what makes you you. But if I can think back into middle school and high school, the groups that a lot of people found in middle school is the people they stuck with to this day. It may not be the same individuals, but it's the same type of individuals. Now, like I said, I mean that's not everybody, and some people change, but really. In that in that middle school age, you figure out okay, this is who I am as a person, like as an overall person. Traits may change, characteristics may change, things like that. But this is this is overall really who I am. So that's like our prime. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like it is, and I feel like you know, like I said, as you get older, and there's probably signs behind it and all this other stuff. Um, I mean, you really don't figure yourself out. I don't really see people figure themselves out till like thirty. Mm-hmm. I'm twenty three. Mm-hmm. Jordan saw this thing on the other day was um was like uh we need to find women who can cook a good meal and this lady said listen I'm twenty some years old I we gonna eat out oh. we don't gotta sit at home and eat a good a, a good home cooked meal right I mean we do but at the same time I'm young I mean I don't feel like cooking mm-hmm. all the time I'll give I'll give a good meal here or there mm-hmm. but most of the time it's like a quick like all right we can do this real quick and then we're gonna move on with our day. Some people just got that type of time where they can't cook and good for y'all, but I ain't got that type of time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like cooking. Um, I just have to have, like, everything prepared. Like, I can't. I gotta, I'm the type of person. I got to take my stuff down in the morning time. Like, I got to look up a recipe um, if I'm going to cook. Um, 
and I love like those little like meal bags or like hamburger helper. So I'm not like, oh yeah, you know, I'm not saying, whipping up a things. whole lot of like, yeah, ooh, hamburger helper sounds too much. so good. But right like, now. if I do a little hamburger helper, some green beans, you know, something like that. And then they got all their little food groups. I just try to get all the fruit groups in there, <laughs> honestly. Like you got a green, you got a meat, you got a vegetable, vegetable. and then we got a little dessert. Yeah, and you are good to go. I mean, that's literally like I just need a nice, well balanced meal <laughs> and that is okay <laughs> but i think i i i don't know i think we're in a different um i think we're in like a different reality now because when <clears throat> our like parents and our grandparents were in their 20s they did have to learn how to cook yeah. they didn't have a whole lot of the like faster options that we have mm. now so it does look weird to a generation who always um, who always like cooked for hours and hours for people to be like, oh, you know, I got pasta in a bag right here. I can cook it in 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that ain't cooking. Yes, it is. It's just going to take me 25 minutes. Um, so it kind of may, it might feel like we're not cooking, but I mean, we're obviously all eating. <laughs> like we're not starving. Yeah. Like we're a bit, we're big. Oh, yes. We're, we're a big generation, guys. Like some, I see some people and I'm like, you're big. Like, yeah. I mean, tall, fat, tall and fat. Like, we're big. Like, we're yeah. eating. Now, whether that's, like, a balanced diet is more another conversation. Because I do feel like people should, like, if you're going to eat out, you should at least, like, get a good option. Like, don't eat steak five days a week. That's not healthy. Your stomach hates you. You can't eat steak five days a week. Why would you want to eat steak five days? A week? I'm not really a steak you're girly, so I wouldn't. You know, know how tired you're gonna be. So I stopped eating a lot of meat, and like my energy level is like through. Like you see people like they be catching the itis. Like mm -hmm. I don't even eat that much. Like I don't want to eat so much that I feel like I'm gonna go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like if food is supposed to give me energy, not take it away. So I, I do be eating a little bit of meat now, but I eat like once a week. And after I eat meat, I do feel tired. Yeah. Like, it br it brings you down. Like, y'all can eat meat all day, and I'm going to still eat meat. I'm not telling y'all to not eat meat. But what I'm saying is, if you eat lighter, you'll feel lighter, and you'll actually have more energy. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. You don't have to believe it. It's a true thing. But it's true. It's a very true If you true ever want to try for a day. My it's problem is soda. I have a bad soda addiction, y'all. Let me tell you. How y'all drink soda? How? I absolutely love. Okay, is it first spicy of all, to you? I think, huh? Is it spicy? I love you? it. Yeah. You like that spice? Yeah. Give me a good Pepsi That's or a Sprite are or something. To? Yes. Let me tell you why. Oh. So here's my thing. Everybody knows every every single friend that I have knows. Like Adrian loves a Sprite. <laughs> People buy me sprites for my birthday. Like I should be. Let me tell you something. Oh when this thing blow up, I'm calling sprite. <laughs> like, hey, you got somebody who can who can represent you right here. Oh my I god. love me a good sprite. Let me tell you something. That LeBron James commercial, y'all. Oh. I love me a sprite. I have to go get one today. But I, I would always say like I need to go home and get like I'll be like I need a strong drink. It, everybody knows what is it, Tasha? It's a a sprite. a sprite. I'm gonna go and get me a sprite. So I've never been like an alcohol type person. I can't tell you the last time I've had a drink. I ain't gonna say it. Told you. I can't tell you the last time I've had a drink. I don't smoke. I don't do none mm. of that. My go-to is a soda. And I don't. Uh, that's not healthy. I mean, honestly, I could have the healthiest lifestyle. <laughs> honestly, if I just cut out soda, I eat good. Um, you know, I do all that stuff. But a soda, oh, a soda's gonna bring me down. It's 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 just gonna it's gonna it's that thing for me you know everybody has their thing yeah my thing is sprite damn 
and I absolutely enjoy it thoroughly. But I don't know how I got there. But we were asking each other questions. All right, another question. Oh, dang! How did you know my my point was done? Because you said you didn't know where we were going. No, because I didn't know what you asked. Oh, okay. The what embarrassed you? No. I thought we did that question. We did. Now we're confused. No, because now we're going to move on to another question. I'm hungry. <laughs> Go ahead. I gotta find a question. Yeah, I don't have my phone. I'm weak, Tasha. You're weak. I'm weak. What's wrong with you? I get so weak in the knees. I can hardly speak. I lose all control. And something. You didn't think you was getting the radio on it, too, did you? See, it's the podcast and the radio. Oh, okay. Wow. Not the radio. Who listens to the radio? Do you not listen to the radio? I don't care. At work. Oh, I forgot y'all do that radio. I mean, I don't listen to the radio. I ain't gonna see it. She up here trying to front like she don't got her Apple Music on. I do. I sure do. But last time you listened to WJJS. Um, I'm claiming that one day we will have Toby Nguigwe on here. I hope I said his last name right. The guy who sings that five five song. I listen to all his music. He's a rapper. You know I don't listen to rappers. Oh, okay. All right. Either way, one day we will have Toby. You know I don't like rappers. Girl, do you? One day we will have Toby on here, and I am super excited because, like I said, it's gonna happen. All right, but "On My Soul" is such a good a good song, and I watched the new Transformers it's on Paramount Plus. If you would like to watch it, I mean, we could do I could do a commercial if I wanted to. This is great. Transformers? There's another. One? I am a big Transformers fan. I love Transformers. Yes. How many of them they gonna make? I don't know. I I haven't finished it. That's the problem because Jordan fell what asleep. Is it Paramount Plus. Okay. You got um, that? Um, I got I'll share it with you. I'll share it with you. You got Peacock. I think so. You got HBO Max. I need an HBO yeah. Max account. Can I get it? Yeah. I'll give you Paramount Plus. They got they got all the Nickelodeon shows on there. So like Jimmy Neutron, Zoe 101. You was a Disney girl. I don't watch a whole lot of TV. Which I was a Cartoon Network kind of kid. You was a Cartoon Network kind of yeah, kid. I was a cartoon you know, Network I don't kid. meet many Cartoon Network. Kids. I know mean, my brother did. He liked Adventure Times, Steven Universe. No, so those I'm 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 oh, before, before that. that. So, I'm like Powerpuff Girl. Um, Billy and Mandy, Billy. Johnny Bravo, um, that kind of like yeah. That sounds like Boomerang. Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I thought that was Boomerang. Boomerang is just old cartoons. Uh, but but the, the originals aired on Cartoon Network. Courage the Cowardly Dog. The originals. Those you watched Courage the Cowardly. It made me nervous. I didn't. I just. It made me nervous too. <laughs> but I ate it up though. I don't think that was really supposed to be on that channel was a little much. I ain't gonna say it. They did have Adult Swim too, which was well. It so got when real raunchy When I was really young, I don't remember Adult Swim, but I think that's because I went to bed too early. I went to bed at like eight thirty when I was like seven or eight. But like when I was mm-hmm. like eleven or twelve, and I started staying up a little bit later because Adult Swim didn't come on until what like midnight or something. Like it yeah, was really yeah, late. Yeah, that was late. When it's I started like, like staying 11. up late, I was like, oh, there's a whole other channel on here. It was oh. Adult Swim. I only caught it during the summer because I had a TV time. So, well, I did too. I, I did think, too um, for the longest time. But then, like, I guess I started staying up later. Yeah. And like, so like in the summertime or on the weekends, I could stay up. And you know, sometimes I snuck and turned my TV on too. So you didn't? Um, you never saw George Lopez jumping on that trampoline because that was a late I, night I, show. I, I mean, I've seen it, but yeah. I've, that wasn't like my childhood. I like memory. that. I've I seen that as an adult. I didn't. I didn't see George Lopez jumping on my screen. I've been watching um, old Disney kid. movies, and I absolutely, I absolutely enjoy 
um, Siri just got that. I absolutely enjoy old Disney movies. I mean, they are absolutely. I mean, they they're it's, it's good content, honestly. It is. It's it's really good. I, they knew what they were doing. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Um, what's well, fun? What attracts you to people? Like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a significant other. Like, what attracts you to people in general? Um, good energies, like, um, like happy, like a good, happy kind of energy attracts me to people. That's it. Yeah, I mean, what, after, what makes somebody I mean, like unattractive end, right off the bat? Like you're like I can't even have a conversation. People like frown all the time, and I'm sorry. And sometimes I have rest in bitch face too, so I'm not like it's not a judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I don't like people that like frown like all the time, or like are unhappy all the time. Like it's okay. always like bad news bears. Mm. I I don't like that. Interesting. I don't like that. Sorry. Hmm. I get so yeah. I guess it's just like the opposite of what attracts. So like me. somebody who's not like they don't come off as friendly. Like you're not even gonna try to like. I mean, I'm take gonna do. The time. No, I'm gonna take the time. I'm yeah. gonna do. I'm gonna still do it, but I'm gonna do it with like the understanding that it might not work out. It might not work out. Okay. Because I know like if pe- you people like get like the first couple of seconds you interact with someone, you can kind of like feel their energy. Mm-hmm. So that's where like the main attraction there like comes from. Like I can tell like whether I'm gonna like instantly like someone or like i'm gonna have to work for it <laughs> after a couple yeah. seconds like and i'm willing to do the work for it like i never like i said because sometimes i'll be in spaces i'll be doing stuff and i'm not maybe not in a good mood or you know like i'm stressed out and i would want someone to like work with me because i think i have good energy most of the time mm-hmm. but no one's good all the time um, when it becomes a pattern, though, like you can kind of say, okay, like that's their personality. They're just a grumpy person. Yeah. I don't care for grumpy people. Mm. Okay. Fair. Fair. I would say what attracts me to people. I think I, I think people who are just openly happy. Like it's just like I, I mean I think it's just like a like a thing anyway. Just 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 how people are. Like if you if you. If you already just like a happy go-getter type person, I'm good. Um, I think what doesn't, you know, somebody who asks too many questions or tell me or tell me their life story without me asking, I just think that is so annoying. Wait, so I asked you about your day and it went into like something. So you don't want to hear about people's woes? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because somebody who openly tells you stuff and you're a complete stranger is going to tell your business. I don't need to be your friend anyway. Because there's no you think reason. So? You think yeah, they're going to tell it? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh. Yes. They will tell your business from here to there. And I just do not. I cannot bother with people like that. I don't know what it is. but Or somebody who always has an opinion when you didn't ask for it. Okay. Like some people, okay, like yeah, literally I, I you'll that. be having a conversation like, what you talking about? What you doing? What? And it's like, we weren't talking. You just walked in the room. I'm mm. not going backwards for you. <laughs> I'm not going backwards for you. Wow. And some people go backwards for people. And I feel like it's such a rude trait that I had. Because I was just sit there like I did not hear you. And I was just let it keep going. Oh. And they will give their opinion. And I think it is absolutely annoying. And I think it is so disrespectful. 
<laughs> I think it is. I, I actually think it is. And that's why I try to, like, not give my opinion to anybody anymore. Like, un- I mean, sometimes solicited and unsolicited. Like, because sometimes someone asks me my opinion, and I already know that I'm not... I'm not willing to like defend it. Like some shit I just think and I think that way. Like I'm not gonna change my mind. So I'm not even gonna like put myself in a position to argue it because it's just gonna make me mad. That's what I'm saying. Um so I hear what you're saying. I people do it all the time though. Like people like to give their unsolicited opinions. Um like if I cared, I would have asked. Yeah. And I, right. that is probably just so rude, but I just it may be because I'm just the type of person who likes to sit and listen to people mm. and then I allow people to welcome me into the conversation. Mm. And you can tell when you're welcome into a conversation. You can tell <laughs> when people want you to speak. Now, you can also tell in the room as well, if I don't know the person and somebody else knows the person, I can already tell, like if you don't like that person, I'm not saying I'm not gonna like that person, but I can already tell like, ooh, they're one of them. Like I can really tell. So, and I have just the mic floating in my head right now, and I feel like that is so rude, but, I mean, that person, like, I didn't ask. Sure. Yeah, um, I guess we all encounter people like that, though. I don't think it's rude to feel that way, because yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer, and I'm going to just do what I want to do anyway. And as bad as that sounds, like, it's the truth. Yeah. Like, I would never want someone to, like, expect me to do one thing and I do another. We had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Is it going to be, is it going to sound right? Maybe not. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do because I don't want you to feel like I lied to you. I don't want you to feel like I manipulated you. So when people have um, those unsolicited opinions, it kind of makes you even more mad because you really want about to do that. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to do what this person that I asked told me to do. Mm-hmm. So why are you coming at me? I'm really not about to do what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. So I I feel it. Let me see. <clears throat> no. Some people are wild. Absolutely wild. People live really, like, um, crazy lifestyles, and I love to hear about them. What do you value most in your relationships? Mm. Wow. Tasha know how to pick them, don't she? Um, so I thought that was I, a good question. I think what I value most is... Um, I'm, I, the word is right there, and I cannot think of... Uh, what is it? Not resolution, not resecution. What am I looking for? Um, when someone makes you feel like you're wanted, what is that? Like reassurance. Reassurance. Dang, it was right there. So I think reassurance. Um, I don't ask for too much. It's not. I just want to know that you care, and it's not that I have to hear from you every day or anything. And that's with like friendships and stuff. But reassurance is really important to me, and I think that that goes a little bit with my confidence. I mean, it's growing. So I, I mean, in my relationship with my partner. Um, that's that looks different that's more of like a physical thing for me like a hug or like how was your day or something like that but it just depends on relationship but in every relationship i really feel like i need reassurance in that relationship and i know some people say like if you need reassurance in a relationship must not be good but i just know how i want to be loved and how i need to be loved in order to love that other person Mm. i like you bam go ahead (laughs) i like that what is important to me 
because there's so many things that like are like that like you consider like a good relationship so like respect of course is necessary you want your relationships to have like some compromise some understanding but what's like most important what keeps a relationship going for you like do you think what so what keeps a relationship going for you like for me if that stopped you would be like you know what i'm done like that's that's what it is and for me reassurance if the reassurance stops i you can count me out we're done okay um if the compromise stops i guess because i don't know though because i don't I love you, Mom. Let me you. okay love you too nice to meet you too um what did i say compromise so i'm like a really i don't want to say i'm a big compromiser because i don't i don't like the way that sounds um i like a boundary or two um because i like i like schedules and like i need to like write everything down um so yeah i think think about me and all the other stuff that's what i need okay. because like i said i i know me and some people some people can just be like well um some people can just go off with it right and and you can say like oh well maybe you just don't have enough confidence or whatever whatever but if i fully know how I want to be loved. I think that is the best thing that you can get from me because right off the bat, I'm not gonna waste your time, and you're not yeah. gonna waste mine because I know exactly what I I know exactly what I want, and that is reassurance. If you can't give it, then don't waste my time, and I won't waste yours. Because I feel like relationships. So, do you think love is enough to keep a relationship going? No. 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 Love. <clears throat> so I think it is, and I think that's why I have such a hard time picking one. You think love? What's your definition of love, though? But see, I think love is like a like a like a an flower. experience, no, right? Okay. A lot of people say love is an action. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, we could say that. We can go with that. But even in the action of it, like there still has to be a certain level of like dedication, a certain level of like understanding, a certain level of respect that comes with love um so and if it and if you don't like check those boxes then is it even considered love like people say like love isn't enough because you want your partner to respect you but if your partner loves you then they're going to respect you right like most of the things that people pull out and they say well if they don't do this and they don't love me like then it just doesn't fit you know what i'm saying i think love is enough y'all i think love is enough I mean, yeah. And I, think I mean, that's why I have such a hard time. On, it depends on your definition of love and what love looks like for you. You know, like I mean, I couldn't give. I probably it's probably that's probably why I could come up with it because I separate love from so many things. Okay. And I don't lump. 
I don't lump love together like you did. Like it's like, all right, this is what love is. So for me, is for love, me, love then? for me, love is action. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I split the two. Like it's like for me, love is what? action. That's what it looks like. So what action though? Like, like, what is the action of love? Like I feel like, you know, how they give you time. I feel like I feel like love is time. That's I mean, that's really how I always think about it. I don't think about it any other type of way. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's a deeper question. I don't know what the heck I, to think I, about. I love asking that question to, like, all kinds of people because they're like, because uh, no one says that love is enough. Okay, like, I'm just going to let y'all know. No yeah. one I've ever asked has ever said that. Well, one person, yeah, one person I asked has said that love was enough. Um, and she kind of had the same understanding that I did because we talked about it. And um, she was basically saying, like, I guess people do separate it, right? Yeah. People separate, you know, like the respect from love, the care from love, the time. But like if I love something, that's gonna be an experience, right? Like you can't separate the love I have from the respect I have. Because the love, the amount of love I have is going to equal out to the kind of respect, right? Because the, the way you treat a stranger on the street is not the same way you treat your significant other that you mm. love, quote unquote, right? And you can, God say love everybody. Mm -hmm. And we do our best. <laughs> I do my best, right? Mm -hmm. But there's different levels of it. And I think that love is expressed in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. that we um that it's it's enough it can be enough that's all i'm saying it might not be enough okay it might not be enough like every time in every situation because mm -hmm. they're always going to be like special like case scenarios but i think that a lot of the times it'll be enough no i'm gonna think about i'm gonna think about what Okay. what love means for me because I think I think that it's just action and I guess for me love is not enough because I feel like there's so much that goes into a relationship to keep it to keep it going and I feel like I feel like a relationship should really be based on friendship at first because and I'm not saying you guys start off as friends and then you date whatever whatever I think that you have to have a certain level of friendship in your relationship where, you know, you can still have a good time together and stuff like that because a relationship takes so much dedication. But a friendship, I mean, friendship does take dedication, to, does take work and stuff like that to be a good friend. But if you can put both of those together mm -hmm. and you're not just, you know, existing with somebody and stuff like that, you have a friendship. That's really what it is. And you 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 want to be this person's friend so bad, you just live with them, love them, and kiss them and hug them. Like, I mean, so how long does that take? Because I hear a lot, I hear people say that as well. Like, you have to form a friendship first. So if that is the case, then we should be looking for our mates in the friend zone. But we never yes. do. And like, I, we've read, yeah. like, people think the friend zone is such a bad thing. And it's not. But then they say, like, I want my partner to be my friend. Well, go pick yeah. one of them niggas that you got in the friend zone then. I mean, I, well, I, like I started them out, stuff. see, here's the thing, I started out, like, me and Jordan talked for a couple, like, maybe two months, and then we started mm -hmm. dating, okay. right, and then we broke up, and then we got back together, and um, then we kind of formed a friendship, 
I think within our and we started forming that friendship. And yesterday we were talking and somebody was getting married. And I was like, and, and they've been together for just a couple months. And I said, Good Ooh. God. Um, but you don't you don't first of all you don't know somebody till you live with them. That's okay. that's number one. You're, okay. Um, I feel like. And then second, um, I think that it's I think that it's cool to to have because I think it goes into you have different expectations for friendships and different expectations for relationships. And I think that if you have that that friendship first, then you start to you start to realize that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because um I think when we took a break this time I just burped, excuse me. I think when we took a break this time, I think we really realized, like, and we talked about it, it was like our relationship moved super fast. And now we. Me and you? Huh? You no, and Jordan? Me and Jordan. Okay. And when we started to really break down our relationship and really break down the things that were problems, it was like, it wasn't the fact that, you know, our relationship was horrible or anything. It was the fact that we lost that friendship within our relationship. And it became more of like, we live together, we got a kid together. Okay, let's make it work. We'll have some good days. We'll have some bad days. And so I think that's why, um, that's why I say friendship because there's another level. That's another level of a relationship. I feel like that made no sense. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. I think a lot of times we kind of like. So you and Jordan talked for a couple. You said a couple months. Yeah. Before y'all date, I think we spend too much time in one space. So a lot of mm-hmm. people spend too much time like building that friendship, and then you're just friends. Like you yeah. never like make the transition. Or like you transition to a relationship, but you never transition to like the partner side of it. Um, so it 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 can be it can be skewed, and then some people they don't never make it past like the one night stand stage. So then you they then you get a sneaky link, yeah. right? So then it's like we only having sex, and like that can be that's a whole like traumatizing so situation. <laughs> because like. You never like make the transition. If you stay somewhere for too long, then it's you're uh, you're gonna get uncomfortable. And yeah. If you sit in one position for too long, you're bound to get uncomfortable. And, and a relationship, you're gonna get restless. A relationship evolves, and I think that within a relationship, that's why I always preach about the about the um, about the singleness about the singleness being so important within a relationship because you're changing as a person mm-hmm. and if you and and like you said if you if you stay somewhere too long you get you get restless and that's what happens like if you you're in a relationship and i've been in a relationship about four years you know i got to a point where i was like dang like i know things are changing but i haven't changed i haven't you know went through the things that i needed to go through and that's why i just I mean, I think that's why friendship comes in it too, because you have a different understanding of this person. Because a relationship is like it's this bond, it's this thing. But then if you add that friendship into it, it's that little bit of separation right there too, where it gives you that freedom to be able to do those changes, do the prep work, do the hard work, and things that you need to do, and have the other person understand that. I think I don't know. I think relationships are like. Like, I don't know. Sometimes messy. I think all relationships can be messy. Yeah. Um, but like you said, if you can, like, step back and, like, take a break and say, like, hey, like, this is not what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the intention um, that we started off with. And then kind of, like, get back to that. That's pretty cool. Um, I think that'll always work out better. Yeah. 
Be with somebody who's understanding. Be with somebody who's understanding and that's, that's willing to big compromise. Because compromise is such a big part of relationships. I think mm-hmm. we forget that we're dealing with a whole other person with like a whole other set of ideas and opinions and um, they're a person too. Right. So we kind of have to like give a little, take a little. And, I, and the problems sometimes arise when you have one person taking too much and then one person giving too much mm-hmm. um, because we haven't set that boundary of what we're willing to do and like sticking with it. Because there are definitely times where I've been in relationships and I'm like, I would never do that. But I ended up doing it because, you know, I just felt like I didn't have to keep that boundary. But I sh- probably should have. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to be like. That was like supposed to be like a nice yeah, friendship. Nice friendship episode. episode. It was I mean, so like I, I said, we've seen we've seen each other in different relationships. We've seen each other um, change over the years and stuff like that. And I think that we can really like tell when something isn't for each other. Or we have a group. It's not just me and Tasha. So, um, and each person in the group serves a different purpose. So, um, I mean, I can't speak but so much because I'm the person in the group that's just like, oh, okay, if it makes you happy, go ahead. I'm gonna give you my opinion, but okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep bringing it up. You do what you do. If you, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> if you like it, I love it. I mean, I got my own problems. That, that's <laughs> always my go-to. I got my own problems, and there's not much I can do for you. But I will give you the support that I think I can give you at this moment. I like that. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's not a bad place to be. At all. At all. But that's the end of our friendship episode. I hope y'all got a little bit. I mean, it went from like this story to that story to so, but yes, that has been our friendship episode, y'all. We've been friends for a mighty long minute, um, and not a mighty long minute. That's what I'm saying. But um, I hope y'all enjoyed it, and we will see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.